0: And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have Charlie. With me, Say hello, hello. To everybody. And Tamika will be joining us in a few minutes. She's just still in the Matrix. So as soon as Oh, matter of fact, this is her right now. Yeah. Hey, Tamika. Hey. What's going on? Nothing much. Just passed you in from the Matrix. What's up? What's going on?
1: Yay! I found some black to wear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well welcome to the show oh
1: cool oh we're live yay, live. <laughs>
0: yay da, 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 da. so yep we are we are live oh, so boy. it's good to have you on from two blur girls podcast
1: uh yes thank you thank you thank
0: you you're very welcome <laughs> and tonight we're actually going to be reviewing the 1999 film the matrix starring keanu reeves laurence fishborn and also to This is also one of my favorite movies of 1999. I was telling Charlie before we started that this movie came out during the same time that the Star Wars, the Phantom Menace trailer was coming out. And all my friends didn't go to see the Matrix. We wanted to see the Star Wars episode one trailer because that's all that we knew at that time. So what did we do? We get our parents inside the car. We wind up taking, we wind up, going to the movie theater to go see the matrix. We had no clue what the matrix was about. We had no clue uh, of anything about it. Other than the fact that camera Reese was attached to it. Then next thing, you know, it, we're just blown away with the special effects. Also too, before I even went to go see this film, I remember all my friends excited just to see the star Wars trailer. Then when they came out of the theaters and everything in the next day at school, they're like, did you see the matrix? No. What's the matrix? Next thing, you know, it, everybody's talking about matrix screws. Good star Wars. Pretty much and loaded me whole now we have this huge franchise on our hands but there's just something special about the matrix and everything the special effects at the time was ahead of its game we had canner reeves that was basically not really starring in that much stuff in the late 90s or anything like that either and then the matrix pretty much jump-started his career and then he winds up taking a break and then of course he winds up uh, starring in uh, a couple of rom- comedies and stuff like that, like romantic uh, movies and stuff like that. And then he takes a little bit more of a break. And now he's John Wick. But anyways, with further ado, uh, I'm just geeked out over the fact that we get to talk about The Matrix. I love this franchise. The first two films, I, of the the other two films, I liked aspects of them, but didn't like them as a whole. But as for the original Matrix, I liked it. But going off whatever i said and everything what did you guys think about the matrix the first time you guys saw it what was Joel's experience you go ahead charlie well
2: when this movie came out i was only seven so <laughs> i was born in 92 oh. so this only came out like i think it was right it was like it's like i didn't watch this movie until about the 2000s because that's when we got a dvd player that's when dvds became a thing
1: mm-hmm. i
2: think it was um that or VHS? I don't remember. Honestly, like I, I think it might have been VHS. Um, because we re- uh, this one. We rented uh the Mummy. So I so the Mummy with uh, Brendan Fraser. So we rented that, and then I didn't watch this one at first. My dad again. This movie has such a huge um personal aspect for me because my dad. This movie, my dad got me into. First R-rated movie I ever watched was The Matrix. First R-rated movie I saw in theaters, The Matrix Reloaded. Like so, it's like. So and then it's just like and it's just such a shame because him and I would have gone seen the new Matrix movie together. Then it comes out next week uh, or that, so like we would have seen it. So he's unfortunately not able to do that. But which this this franchise this has such a huge personal aspect to me that I just love it. And I mean I love the Matrix like my the opening sequence. My dad knew instantly I was gonna like this movie. Like the oh oh, you gotta you gotta get some credit John to. The, the badass female Carrie Ann Moss, he's playing Trinity. Yeah, like
0: that's he, the, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but yeah, so like to go on. Which like, I couldn't think of had... <laughs> but- yeah, Carrie Ann Moss. So yeah, before Keanu Reeves, I think like this in his career, like he did a lot of like the one. I think he was really like really close to uh, Joaquin Phoenix's brother River Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He started that. I think what really kind of helped like started him was when Bill and Ted. He did that in '89 um as the like as bill and ted and then i think his first big action movie wasn't until 91 it was point break as a whole i didn't care for point break i just loved the chemistry between patrick swayze and keanu like the two of them this like instant chemistry unlike the notebooks chemistry but anyway um that the instant chemistry between that like and it's got so many iconic lines like are you out of your effing mind i am an fbi agent like very young keanu and it's just such a great line and it's just like i think i mean there's so much moments and then that was his first big action movie was it was point break with uh catherine bigelow Directed as a whole it's not a great movie but it's a lot better than that piece of garbage that re- remake whatever they did mm-hmm. but i think his first like and afterwards he did a lot of the the, the the smaller movies, but I think the bit like, then he then he started picking it up in '94 and his big one is Speed. I think for me, Speed was the one that really got him into the action. But 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 the, the Matrix really helped. So I I, I mean, when I'm so glad Will Smith dropped out of the Matrix because I don't think this movie was gonna be any was gonna be any good with Will Smith as Neo. Sorry, Will Smith, you're good. I just think you this movie would not have been getting such acclaim. Like so much accolades, so much stuff. If Keanu Reeves had not been in this movie, and I, I think. And I think if Will Smith had been Neo, I think they would have made a uh, Morpheus a white guy. I think that's how they were probably going to do this again. I don't know, but I'm glad we didn't go down that route. And Will Smith to this day is like he he like I think when they asked him about it, he goes, "Yeah, I kind of like at the time I think it was, I I didn't I it just didn't fit me." And I'm glad we got Keanu because. He's fantastic as Neo, and to see him and Trinity back in this new one, I'm pumped. But yeah, this movie's just so good. The action's great, and it's because of this movie, people tried to rip it off with the dodging of the bullets. Like This movie's so iconic, and that's why I did not want them to reboot this. This is the one movie I'm like, no, do not touch this movie unless you're doing a, a, a really good sequel. Don't touch this. I mean, again, I, I, and then like the second one we'll get into like when we do it. I mean, I liked aspects of it. I hate the plot, but the action, however, the action sequences really really, like made me enjoy this movie as much. And it probably, The Matrix Reloaded probably has the best trailer I've ever seen a theatrical movie trailer. The second trailer, the scene when Trinity jumps out of the uh, the building backwards with the guy, like, first time I saw them, like, Holy crap, Trinity's like jumping out backwards with like, with two machine guns taking on an agent. Like, that's a two and a half minute trailer, but it's so good. It's paced, the pacing's so well. The music's played well into it. it. It's like, it's probably one of the best trailers I've ever seen. I I, I watch it like all the time. Anytime it's on, I'm watching that trailer because it's so good, but we can get into that. But anyway, I. <laughs> Go ahead, Samika. But yeah, this movie's great. Oh, no.
1: I was agreeing with everything you were saying. I was like, what? Will Smith? Oh, terrible. Garbage. Yuck. But he was good in Men in Black. So yeah. he did that. Yeah. He was yeah. good as
2: Deadshot. And um, yeah, he's um, the... Well, in the Suicide Squad movie, he's the only aspect of Dead shot. He's Deadshot. He's the only good part of that. Um, no. But the one guy that that does not need to touch the Matrix is LeBron James. Because the Space Jam tried to ruin this. <laughs> movie. His- Space Jam Two. Tried no!
1: How did we get on Space Jam? <laughs> because
2: Space Jam Two reenacted the opening sequence of this movie with oh, Granny, no. with the Granny sitting there at, in the, at the computer screen as Trinity, and her doing the iconic Trinity move. Oh. Have Speedy Gonzalez dodging the bullets.
1: Like having LeBron James dressed up late. as Neo,
2: tripping <laughs> like the little bitch that he is, and. Bugs, Bunnies, Morpheus. Again, this was literally in Space Jam 2. They really tried to ruin the sequence.
0: But... I'm not kidding. But going off of the Matrix,
2: though. Hey, it uh, worked. They tried to rip it off the Matrix. So it's right. all... do burn it to the topic at hand. It's okay, John. All right.
1: Oh, <laughs> all right. oh, uh, yeah. So... I'm yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I... I think I saw, I first saw The Matrix probably on TV. Okay. And I hate the fact that I did not see it in theaters. Um, I think I was caught up with Phantom Menace, like you were talking about, John. I think I was caught up in Star Wars. And um, it was probably buzz around that. I was like, Matrix, what's this about? And then you see it in movies and you're like, okay, what's going on here? Uh, but yeah, when it came on TV, um, I was blown away, like I. And then I wonder with the Wachowskis, uh, were they influenced by John Woo, with the slow motion or the bullets or the action? Some of the action scenes, like I, I want to read up on what their in. Well, their influence was um the anime. I forgot the anime's name.
2: The Animatrix. But,
1: uh, um, he, not Animatrix. It was okay. um. Gosh, I forgot the anime. Anyway, uh, it was an anime that they took, um, like, almost shot from shot, because they wanted to make it a real-life animation.
0: Yeah, um, they took um Do you remember that anime's name? I'm I not going to know look the it an- up. I know that they used Japanese Hero? animation. They were influenced oh, ghost by in the shell.
1: That's it. Ghost in the Shell. Oh, yeah, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah, they, this basically is like a, a Ghost in the Shell movie. Um But yeah, I mean, I, I was blown away by it and the concept because I, it made me think really, I was like, whoa, like the matrix. And then it's like, oh my God, he's right. You know, like we are in the matrix, you know, we're plugged in. And even like years and years later, you see how people are just attached to their phones and they're like this. And I'm like, oh God, we're in the matrix. We're just plugged into the matrix. We need to unplug. In this, in this machine is just. I sound like a conspiracy right. theorist, but that's what the matrix has done to me.
2: <laughs> um, but Tamika, you're right though. Sorry, John. Um, right. I was just going on the part about the, the directors actually, you were right. There had been in Wanda Myers of Hong Kong action cinema. They didn't mention um, John Wu by name, but he's like pretty iconic in Hong Kong. Um, so that's why they decided oh. to hire, hire the Chinese martial artists, uh, arts uh, choreographer, uh, Wen wu Pen to work on the oh. fight sequence.
1: Nice. Cool. Um,
2: and the cast was actually required to be able to understand and, and explain the Matrix. The French fellow officer, Jean... Um, I can't put a shirt that. Like yeah. some, um, it's like, the and Simulation was required reading for most of the principal cast and crew. They uh, the, the the Wachowskis had re, uh, Reeves read it. Um, Kevin's Kelly's Out of Control, the new biology of machines, social systems, and the economic world, and Dylan Evans' ideas and evolutionary psychology. But even before they opened up the script, so there's a lot of reading the cast had to do for this, which makes sense because this movie's trippy.
1: Yeah, it was like um, reading about um, dreams and reality. Yep, like. If if what we are in now is a dream, or is it reality? And I don't want to go that far because that'll mess me up. But <laughs> that's the stuff they had to read to get into the film. But go ahead, John.
0: But the thing that I like, the thing that I was fascinated with it was the fact that I used it as basically a biblical sense of it. It doesn't matter what religion you are or whatever, you could still pick up on something within the Matrix itself. With the movie. Like, for instance, you can actually use the whole entire analogy of, let's say, for instance, being a born-again Christian with the... and you're lost in this world, and then these robots are basically taking over you. Basically. And then all of a sudden, you're just... You're... Once we're blind, now you see, so now you're able to see things that nobody ever seen. And I like how they used How Morpheus winds up using the analogy of the fact that this is just wallpaper, pretty much. They're just covering up what is ugly on the out, from the on the in, outside on the inside I mean on the outside and everything it's totally completely different and i liked how he actually uncovers neo's eyes to show him hey look this is what we're actually sh- this is what i'm showing you this is everything that you're looking at you're just looking at a painted picture you're not seeing the ugliness within those walls of an of the uh of of our planet you're seeing only the outside part of it. And there's so much more on the inside that you need to look at. And also too, I also liked uh, another thing that I thought Charlie mentioned the fact that it was trippy, but even the part where, for instance, with the agents coming after him and he gets a cell phone and then Neo is over there, dodging everything, trying to make sure that he's being, avo- that he's avoiding these agents. And then more Morpheus is on the phone. He goes, Look, I need you to go outside on on the sky and look out the window. First of all, he tells him to go look out the window. He sees the agents coming in. And then after that happens, he's like, "Now, what I need you to do is, I need you to listen to everything that I have to tell you." Okay, now run, stop, dodge these agents. Then he said, "Now you're going to see a uh, a sky lift, and on that, and then you can actually lift yourself up to the, the up to the helicopter pad, and we'll get you." And at that point, Neo is not very trusting towards this. He's like, how the hell does every, he know about this? And then, of course, they, they, he gets picked up from the agents. And he's thinking that he's having a dream, but he's actually not having a dream. He's thinking that these guys who put a bug in his stomach is just a dream that he had. And he also said, he flips them off, tells them, first, I want my phone call. <laughs> and he goes, well, that's very interesting, Mr. Anderson. But how can you talk? if you don't have a mouth. And first it's like, what do you mean? Next thing you know, it turns into like a horror film.
1: Mm-hmm. It was
0: just a very hor- horrifying scene that on the big screen for the first time. And I wound up falling in love with the sci-fi aspect of it. And also to making you critically think about other religions who, uh, who think of different ways of uh, worship their gods and stuff as well. Because like I said, this can actually be something that people can actually connect with whatever whatever they believe in as well.
1: Yeah, because Neo, the one, it's like a Messiah right. figure. And then the machines taking over. It's like a, a revelation of a Armageddon or Ragnarok or whatever you want to call it type of thing. So he's the only one that can save them. And also it's probably some Greek mythology in there somewhere mm-hmm. with him going to the Oracle and then him him having to believe in himself basically when she told him i don't know if we're going scene by scene i'm kind of jumping around but we can just jump around because i don't
0: feel like yeah because i'm just having a good time just having a conversation about the matrix oh that's pretty much what this rewatch is well yeah
1: (laughs) yeah because you know um morpheus was like go to the matrix oh my god you're the one and she's telling him, mm, "You're not the one." I was like, "Well, this was a waste of a trip." She just told you you're not the one. <laughs> Damn! She gave you a cookie and then she tell you not the one. Yeah. By the time you're, you're done, done finishing the this cookie, then he's like, you're not what did tell me? you? Uh no, it's okay. She told you what you need to know. You still the one. And he's looking like, this guy is nuts. She just told me I'm not the one. I don't know how to break it to him. I'm just
2: off the street. You'll feel right as rain when he eats his cookie.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, I don't, I don't. And then throughout the movie, he was like, Trinity, I'm I'm not the one. How how am I supposed to tell this crazy man I'm not the one? Damn. Still think I'm the one. (laughs) Crazy.
2: (laughs) Um, I, I mean, I thought that the sequence in the office is funny now because I just re- remember the Chappelle Show sketch. Yeah, real movies. Uh, he's like, he's like, Morpheus. <laughs> he's like, he's acting like a deus. He goes, and he's like, okay, you need to do that. And he hear one of the agents farts, and he goes, oh hey man, it's Earl. I was just, I just wanted this. I want to borrow a stapler. Oh dude, totally got me. Like it was just this <laughs> but the other cool part of that the scene is like. The, ver- the video game that came out after the yep. movie like that the, the, the Path of Neo, not Enter the Matrix where you play as Niobe and that no no that was a fun game but Path of Neo is the true Matrix game where if you 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 if you escape the agents you get the ride off of Trinity you literally get to escape and I'm completely dead. compare different and then you still get the same result but you don't have to get bugged but you get to skate, I think the whole Path of Neo game was very is so good. You various aspects. I think essentially it's Path of Neo in a sense. So you get to play iconic sequels like the lobby shootout. Um so there's a lot but I remember you I didn't escape because I couldn't. I'm not very good at sneaky stuff in the game. But you'd be able to escape, I mean that that, but I gotta, I gotta talk about the opening sequence. What a way to kick off the movie. Yeah. And you have and you don't even know who this person is and she's and then like and the agents do like the agent and then i just like the, the foreshadowing the movie starts off at the hotel the movie ends at that same hotel in that same room like literally like, i just thought that was like really cool but trinity kicks some ass like you see when you see the opening sequence like whoa yeah this movie's, a, this movie's an action movie and it's just and that's the first time you see trinity that's how you just know all right instant badass like instant badass and that like that's why and then it's just the way he's like no sir your men are already dead like it's just like and and then and she's like are there asians god damn it like like literally just like and then running and then i think there's gonna be a lot of like shots at the original matrix in this new one um I, and like i'm talking about what like i think because the, there's like the, there, there's a clip i watched from the game awards and we'll get into that but what you what were you expecting this tel- like? Or were you expecting a phone booth? Like, there's a little shot at <laughs> the original Matrix in this one sequence. Like, what were you ex- like? We don't we don't have phone booths. Like, <laughs> we don't have telephones. So literally, so there's little little like little uh, yeah, like little shot at the original because this the time has passed. We're almost uh, yeah, we're about um, yeah, I think twenty years. Like, I was going to know, ask 20,
1: 20, what 20, what 20, year 20, this the new this one takes 20, place. Now. 'Cause yeah. the first
2: one came out in April. Out of all day all months it came out in April. So it came out April nineteen ninety nine. And yeah, and then like so we're about yeah, we're past the twenty year like twenty uh, twenty-two year mark. Um and and we're getting the fourth one. Like it's it's incredible. Like there's so many feature from carrying us like to be back this like in twenty like to be back to this twenty-two years later is incredible. Like it's it's just so surreal that we're get a fourth matrix movie
0: yeah definitely and if you think about it though the very last one was like the death of neo of him sacrificing himself now we're getting the resurrected version of neo or so we think but it's like, still this is what i find that this is another thing though too that I really have to say that I like. I like the opening sequence as well, with her kicking some ass with the against the cops and things like that. But when you're introduced into the uh, into the other characters, even though they're there only for a few minutes, you still have that characterization where you have that emotional attachment to the characters, to where you care about them. Yeah, it's actually forty-one years. Okay, so forty-one years after the third movie. Okay, so it's about forty-one. I so years.
2: I don't quote me on that. I think I think I've heard of that. Okay. Like that—that's where we're going. It's a okay. It's a sequel to the th- the events of the third one. Um, actually, I was, but, I, was off. I was off by twenty years. It's twenty it's years okay. after the events. That makes sense.
0: Okay, but going off of what I was uh, saying, though. Was the, you know, seeing Trinity uh, in them kick some ass. And then, of course, having those other characters there that's part of um, Morpheus's crew, even though they're there for a few minutes, you still care about those characters. And they gave us reasons to care about them. And they're not throwaway characters. They were actually characters that had a purpose and everything, too. But Cipher is the biggest douchebag of them all. <laughs> although he, although Ralphie—that's what I'm calling him in the Matrix world—Ralphie from The Sopranos, man, um, <laughs> or the
2: captain from Bad Boys. Oh yeah, He got yeah, kicked
0: yeah, out. Bad
2: of the Boy. Matrix. To, like he got he got killed in the Matrix, so he can become a cat police captain to my to my but, uh, Will Smith. <laughs> it goes full circle here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, my favorite line that he says in says this when he's trying to make the deal with the agent. Now, my favorite thing is when he's eating the steak. He goes, "I know this is a juicy steak, but what put my what's what um, what makes it a juicy steak? Am I told that it's a juicy steak, or is it just my own state of mind that says it's a juicy steak?" And I like he was how he's questioning that, and also too we also see that played out whenever they're over there eating cereal and everything where one of the other characters says uh, about the oatmeal and everything. As a matter of fact, he was the one who made the red dress. And he's like, I know this is oatmeal, but it's a really oatmeal. And is chicken actually chicken? So I definitely like that. And tasty wheat. Yeah, it was the tasty wheat. Thank you for uh, putting that in there. But yeah. It was definitely, I know it's tasty, I know it's wheat, but what makes it tasty wheat? So they're questioning certain tastes, certain things that they've been taught since they were probably kids, and wondering, wait, is this really what I'm feeling, or is this not what I'm feeling? And is this the way that I'm supposed to feel? So I liked how they did that, and then even whenever they go visit the Oracle with the kid, he goes, there is no spoon. It's just an object. And so he's like the airbender who's bending objects because there's actually nothing there. So you have the questioning of different things that we're used to and accustomed to, because we question because there, and we never even questioned it before because that's what we were taught. That's what we were to- told. This is a juicy steak, but why is it a juicy steak? What makes it a juicy steak? Is it a juicy steak just because you told me it was, or is it my own thoughts that says it's a juicy steak? You know? So that was something that I really liked. How about how smart it was, and the critical line of thinking of it. Aside from the special effects, it makes you think. It makes you use your imagination, and you're making. And that's what I love about the Matrix. And also too, my my favorite scene is whenever they go in there and save Morpheus as well, and they're using that uh, shootout. And everything with the cops. That is the my favorite scene in the whole entire movie. But my other thing that I have to laugh at. Is when Trini doesn't even know how to fly a helicopter. And he just, hey, I need you to go ahead and send me a link up on how, how to fly a helicopter. Okay. All of a sudden he just downloads into her head and she automatically knows. I'm like, damn. I need that. I need that yeah.
1: app.
2: <laughs> I mean, we'll get into this in a second movie. But I, I, she tried to do it for the motorcycle. And he's like, hold on a sec. And then the key maker gives her the key, you are handy. Like, I just thought that, like, this the those subtle lines. Like, Trinity is just such a badass character. Um, I got say, where's Fishburne can fight when he's actually fighting somebody of his own side? Where's Fishburne's got his ass kicked in these movies? And it's like, mm-hmm. man, for a leader... He can't fight like like. That's he why he's it.
0: counting on Neo as the one because he. knows not you
2: this to know how to defend yourself. I mean, this is like seeing him get his
0: ass kicked. I was he like, sacrificed Man. himself for Neo yeah. because he I, knew I, that I, Neo was the one. Like oh, that's, that's love, right there. That's love. I mean, that's, that is that's, that's guy you don't even
2: know. That's like that. Not even the one. That wasn't even the one at the time. it was just more like, learn how to
1: fight That wasn't even the one at the time. He disguises his lack of fighting skills by surrounding himself with best fighters.
2: He doesn't need a samurai sword or a katana. Like, like but he, he
1: did fight Keanu Reeves, so he did do good. Yeah, at I that know.
2: well that wasn't a that was, a, tra- that was a simulation. That was a, like that was like a sim a training simulation. It was like you're fighting like a a computer player or whatever. I don't know. It's just, it's just like, it just seems like I think like, he wasn't know, the one that took Morpheus's ass. Like literally,
0: like the two of them came so like, like every relationship I've been before. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's just, you know,
2: uh, I mean, the lobby shootout that was that was a great sequence. But I think some of the other side characters I liked, I liked Apoc and I like Switch. Like, it's either our way or the highway. Like, and like the instant, like the first time you see, and I want to see more of Apoc. I thought he was pretty bad. as like, yeah, he's the one that was giving him more Neo some moral support. Here, hope the Oracle gave you some good news. Like, that, yeah. and to see them die that quickly, like, I mean, I'm glad Tank didn't die. Tank, Tank was Tank one of my favorites. Was awesome. Tank was awesome. We'll get into like I just I was reading up on this because like we were running how did he not appear in the second movie because he they 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 wrote him off because apparently he wanted more money and he wanted so much more money that the directors wrote him off because he didn't die. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering how did he die, and I was like reading, did he die? It's like no, I don't think he did because he was able to survive that wound by Cipher, but. But no, I was glad Cipher died. He was he was
0: a prick. Yeah, yeah. Cipher deserved to die.
1: I'm glad he died too. But the more yeah, I think, of, the more I think about what he was saying, like you were saying with the steak and at the dinner, the more I was like, I would have did the same thing, like eating this slop all day, and then I'm you know I got to worry about no bills. I don't even know if people pay bills in the Matrix. They just walk around eating steak. I like that. I want to yeah. be in the matrix. <laughs> you know, I mean, the uh, being outside the matrix, that seems like what we are now.
2: Yep. <laughs> he had a goatee too, so that's how you can tell he was the only one that was yeah,
1: everybody has a goatee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, except for except for the agents. You
1: too. agents clean, <laughs> but
2: uh I gotta give props. This is the one that introduced Hugo weaving. Hugo Weaving is a fantastic oh, villain.
1: He you knows yeah, some really good villains, and he's a great he was, character actor.
2: Like he was so good oh. as Agent Smith. Like I, I mean, to see him not in like like I was kind of bummed when they didn't bring him back, which it kind of makes sense because he got obliterated like 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 a thousand times. Yeah. If you add up uh, the amount of clones he made of himself, like um, like he 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 he, he he's gone. That's yeah. why I think seeing somebody else take on the is that kind of nice. That's why I'm thinking, you know, Patrick Harris is an agent, but that that's for another story. But um, but yeah, I thought Hugo Weaving fantastic as Agent Smith. Right. Like he's cunning. Like he's like very like you, you very you don't ever see him take the sunglasses off. That means he's all business.
1: All business. Bill collector, IRS, whatever. That's you how do
2: I'm not want to see him show up to your house.
1: No, no. Pay your bills with him.
2: Yeah. No. Behind yeah. the scenes, though, he's a nice guy. Like to see behind sure the He is. Starts, like, That's that
1: what they all Mami, say.
2: Like him and Keanu <laughs> with each other. Like they. I think he seems like he seems really like the tough guy per, per, um, per okay. yeah. person, but he's probably like kind of like a lovable character, kind of like what Keanu Reeves is. Like, how could he not like Keanu Reeves? Like, seriously.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I love Keanu. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, another thing I want to mention is this, like the you have the machines uh, basically going on ahead, using us as batteries as a, and keeping I'm us so inside so the Matrix. So. Was, that was just mind-blowing. So. And I remember watching this and I was like, I just don't get it. Then one day after like the seventh time of watching the Matrix movies, I finally got it. It finally clicked. It's like, I'm, because I remember I was determined. I'm like, I'm going to make sense of this movie. So <laughs> Finally, I understood it. I'm like, wow, they're using us like energizer batteries to go ahead and control us and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly, they're like big, huge servers controlling us. Wow. And you mentioned it very well that, uh, to make with the cell phones controlling us, looking into a box and everything. And that's became our lives. Yeah. And you're right. So I thought that was that was actually a very good analogy on what you said about that. And you know, it was, just, it was just scary because here's the thing. I believe, and I remember hearing Coy saying about this. He said, before, this was like the start of the internet
1: mm-hmm.
0: when this came out. Mm-hmm. Now, we're actually where the internet is at now in this film.
1: What internet? What, came out in 90, 90s? Well, 99. Before 90s. Well, like, yet, oh, looking is, looking like the technology yeah, was the start. Yeah. 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 Because this came out before Y2K. And I'm wondering yeah. after this came, you know, like when Y2K hit, did people think, oh man, the Matrix, the machines are coming? You know, because <laughs> everything was shut down and everybody was freaking out because you can see our dependence on technology. It is very right. scary. And that's what, I don't know, you can do like a whole semester class on the matrix films and you can get into and there's books there's plenty of books out there on it you can get into like man versus technology you can get on our dependence on um like technology man versus machine blah 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 you can go so deep into this that it'll just blow your rabbit (laughs) hole yeah exactly (laughs) and that's why I'm, i'm trying not to go so deep see but you see though i am trying
0: to go deep, deep into I'm,
1: this rabbit hole it's a limit <laughs> like if you go too deep then you would just be like that philosopher that you mentioned where he was like wait is this real maybe maybe what we're looking at now we're just still asleep and we're still dreaming and maybe this isn't reality they'll mess you up because you'll be like i don't have to go to work because this isn't real <laughs> This yeah. is just a dream, and I don't have to pay bills. Then your bills on on the show street. up. Like it was real. You <laughs> was on the street, and you're like, maybe this isn't real either. Maybe I'm just in a a dreamland. Like that mess you up, man.
2: I mean, I think it's because of this movie we got Inception, because that movie in Zelda. Yes,
1: that's what and, I was on the And say. that's why I loved
2: Inception so much, because it's it's a very interesting topic, and I think they probably got over my that, but. Like I think, like that. There's these movies kind of go hand in hand about the idea of dream. Like you only wake up and something like like when Neo woke up from the Mr. Smith, he thought it was just a dream, and it goes counterpoint about you don't like you don't remember like all you do is remember part of the beginning, nothing in the middle, in the end. That's all you. And then you wake up, but it's like so. It's a very like and these are two like two again. They're both by Warner Brothers. Good figure, but they're two big movies that that deal with the idea of dreams and they both were done well. Like, like I would kind of want to see it like how like a continuation of inception a little bit. I want to see what happens next, but the way they ended, it was perfect. But I think the reason for the sequel is why I mean, they may not have been received. I don't think the Wichowski, um thought This was going to be this well. And they had to, they didn't like, they didn't, they just fought on the fly. Like, all right, we got to come up with, we got to make it a trilogy. This was never supposed to be a trilogy. It was only supposed to be like the one movie, hmm. but I think they, I think there was a lot of popularity for it, and the hype was there. I mean, there, the yeah, the 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 se- second and third, the third one's a downer, but there's aspects of the third movie that I enjoyed, like the opening, like and when we we'll get to that, and there's aspects of the second one I absolutely loved the a- the action right. sequences, like definitely overshadowed. The lame, boring plot. Like, it took too, too damn long for this to get stuff to happen. And once the good stuff happened, boom, 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 Like, they, they took you on a, a roller coaster that just never stops, like, until the ending. Um, And then, this, like, they said, they, they never envisioned to do a trilogy, let alone a fourth movie. But, I mean, um, and then it's just like, and it just seems like Neo and Trinity are perfect together because they both like to defy authority. Like, in this one, Neo defies what trinity and uh tanker was telling him no we're gonna do it we're not gonna kill morpheus i'm going in any and then more and trinity's like no let me tell you something i am the commanding officer of that you can just go to hell like that and then the second one trinity defies Link's order or neo's order i'm not gonna sit here and let them die i'm going in there like yeah so they both like to defy authority yet if neo and trinity had come up to you you whatever they ask you immediately say yes because they're like the power couple in any movie; those two, perfect. Like that, they those two are like. If anybody if they came up to you, don't even let them like, let them tell you what they want to say yes. Yeah. Because I absolutely would say yes, and they came up to me yes. like, "Yeah, I'm in. I'm doing yeah. it. Whatever you need, I'm doing it."
1: Especially if it's Kiki, yes.
2: Especially right. if it's absolutely yeah. like I, I, I would when I was "Absolutely, what do you need me to do?" Like, yeah. is this like? It's just like, and then. Um, but yeah, it's just like like they both like to defy authority. That's why they're perfect. Like the two of them, like do not piss off like Trinity. Do not no. kiss her man.
1: No, no. no. Yeah, no, movie. Movie. I love
2: that sequence though. But we'll yeah. uh, get into that in next minute.
1: <laughs> right, well, now you bring that up, Charlie. Sorry, it'll be quick, John. Now you bring that no, up, no, no, Charlie. Good. I can tell that the second and third one were just make it up on the fly because I was like where okay where are we going with this <laughs> all right because in the beginning of the second one it just sound it just looked like a rehashing of the first one. Like the opening scene of the first one, I was like, "Okay, all right."
2: Hey, Trinity, to kick an ass. Yeah, I was, I was like,
1: like, "Okay, I like this," but and then know. the beginning
2: of the third one is Trinity to kick an ass. So they have their trend. Trinity's got to kick ass, and yeah, yeah, that's opened. why she's such an iconic. She's in in the in one of the hall of fames for badass female characters. She's right up there with Ripley. Um, I would say Alice from the Resident Evil movies. Mm-hmm. Um probably missing a bunch of others um but she's right up there like right up there oh sarah connor of course mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she's right mm-hmm. up there like trinity is one of those iconic ones and yes and like again and then the fact that they 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 made it seem like she's a badass mm-hmm. i applaud the directors for being yeah. able to do that yeah sorry john we'll go back on the we're yeah. just talking we're geeking yeah. out for the matrix sorry. no 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 yeah. no, no, no. you're
1: fine yeah. what way you think about the second one john
0: what do you think about Matrix Reloaded?
1: We're
2: we'll going to talk, talk about that next, the next review. But
0: I will <laughs> oh, say this. <laughs> yeah. But no, I will say this. I'm with Charlie, though. I enjoyed aspects of the Matrix Reloaded film. I thought it was good. Um, Third one, not so much. But we'll talk about that all, next time. But as far as this film goes, this is probably the most original film that you wind up finding in 1999 to be honest with you, that is just out there. And the Wachowskis do a fantastic job at their storytelling. And another thing I want to bring up, too, whenever you look at this, is the fact that you have Morpheus, who believed in Neo so much that he sacrificed his own self because that's what he believes. And that right there is a true act of friendship, and also loving somebody enough to sacrifice themselves for somebody, for someone. And that is just poetic. It's just poetic writing in itself on what they did. And then of course you have Trinity and you also have Neo who comes over there to try and save him. And, you know, Morpheus, and also too, Morpheus knows that he's going to, they're going to come over there and uh, and fight everybody and everything. It's just all the matter of the fact is how are they going to get to him? And then the helicopter sequence was really good about how the, how the agents can actually control everything around them and manipulate everybody, which is not which is not far-fetched for today either. But but also too, I like how threatening the agents are. Because as Neo is running away from Agent Smith you can see it being played out as he's running through this person's house and causing the glitches in the matrix Mm -hmm. and everything. And and next thing you know, there's this housewife who's cooking dinner. There's this butcher knife. She throws it at the, at at this, uh, at the corner of the door as Neo is passing through and she misses him. Neo looks, it's no longer the housewife It's actually agent Smith. And then it goes into the subway scene. The subway scene was intense. This whole movie is built on intensity. It's also a high throttle push all the way through the end and everything. It doesn't really slow down at all, but the very beginning is a little slow as like a little bit of a slow burn because you're not sure how it's going to be played out, especially when Neo's at the, at this, uh, at this nightclub. And basically he winds up getting a message on the screen. Hey, this is Trinity Follow the white rabbit. And Neo is just got done doing a hacking job for somebody and these people come come over to his house. He goes, "Hey, want to hang out?" He goes, "No, I got work to, tomorrow." He goes, "Come <laughs> on, hang out." No, I'm okay. No, I, I'm yeah. fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out over here. Just go oh, out. Wow. I'm good. That's so, man. and so he sees the white rabbit. He goes, "You know Whoa. what? Whoa, I think I can <laughs> hang out." So <laughs> I go on ahead. I hang out. That's it's not the same. He says, "Whoa, I just had to." Oh. I know, but in my version. It's well.
1: yeah. Whoa. And everybody's version is uh-huh. bro. I <laughs> like, hang out? Well, I mean
0: the, the, the,
2: the, the screen didn't say, Hi Neo, this is Trinity. Trinity well, like, like, he like he, he finds out at the nightclub when Trinity shows up. Get it says,
0: right, John. Well wait. I'm going I'm not going for verbatim here. <laughs> I know, so, right. I, mean, I know you're not going but you
2: gotta kinda like
0: holy ground.
2: I mean the matrix is like that. You gotta get some parts of it right.
1: You gotta get this right, John. This is holy ground right
0: here. Sorry, I shall not do that again. You uh, shall not.
1: Because
2: the Asians <laughs> would have known the Asians would have shown up in Neo's house. They they had it like they they were all, they were looking for him anyway. Like Whoa. And,
0: but,
1: um, I, I read somewhere where the Wachowskis um gosh, what is I know they're they're trans now. I forgot.
2: I think it's Larry. It was originally Larry and something with though is
1: her is her name Linda now or Lisa? It's Lana. Lana. Yeah. Lana. I, I read somewhere where I don't know if making this film made them come to a realization that they were transitioning, um, but with Trinity, how. Um, you know, that nightclub scene and Neil was like, Oh, I thought you were a guy. And she was like, Most men think I am. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think I read somewhere where I don't know if that had something to do with their, well, their personally, where they were like coming to grips with their transitioning
0: uh lila okay lily okay larry and lana and
1: lily i wonder why lily isn't in this film i only see lana
0: with i think here's the thing they had a lot of box office lumps (laughs) with certain things though Mm -hmm. too so maybe her going maybe her going back over to this franchise and stuff like that wasn't the best idea for her it was okay for the other Lachowski to go and do but you bring up a good point though Tamika about what you were saying about trans with them being transgender think of it like this with the matrix you can be anything you want to be you're pretty yeah, much sweet. trapped with it and here's yeah. the thing you're pretty much trapped within your own self right mm-hmm. so therefore you can be anything you don't have to be male or female you can be whatever race you want whatever sex you want within the matrix itself and you also, and also too, this movie is about feeling trapped. Mm. And so therefore they also feel probably entrapped within their own selves and their own body. And this is probably their own selves of trying to get out and release themselves to the public of who they really are.
1: Yeah. And, and it's a lot of leather in here too. So you, you <laughs> see that the sexual inhibitions as well with all the leather
0: I mean, going on yeah. as
1: well, but I guess that too can represent the matrix, not the sexual inhibition, but just yeah. the the feel of smooth the leather and the reflection of the leather.
2: yeah, that could
1: be like matrix like
2: I think the last movie that the two of them directed together was Jupiter ascending, and yeah, that was bad
1: Ooh, I heard yeah,
0: that was garbage they spent more with- money on special effects than the actual yeah. plot. that's how
2: I wanted son mean to die. Mm-hmm. I really wanted him to die in that movie because Sean Bean dies in everything. That didn't happen. <laughs> it's a spoiler alert! Right? But at But Freddie, and then you see Freddie high like like Freddie Redman. You barely hear him speak. You have to watch. You have to get subtitles just to hear what he speak. He spoke like, dude. What did they pay you to be in this movie? Like you can barely hear you.
1: Like no, I use subtitles all the time now.
2: And I do too. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Sometimes
0: you need them, but yeah, people sometimes you do. So off now, I'll be honest with you. I use it in Sons of Anarchy whenever I couldn't understand some of the Irish lingo yeah. and stuff like that because it was hard for me to understand. But when I'm over at my fiance's house, I also do uh, subtitles and everything too. So
1: yeah. Oh, uh, I, I have a question for Charlie though. Do you know yep. if Christopher Nolan was influenced by The Matrix for? Um, uh, Inception and even Tenet, because he's really into the meaning of dreams.
2: I think Inception was more dreams. I think Nolan's really his team. His his really his like big thing is time. That seems to be yeah. um Yeah,
0: but go ahead. You know what, Charlie? Though I want to mention this real quick because I've got to mention this at the beginning, but. You know how you said that this was a real popular movie, right? This movie only had a budget of sixty three million dollars. Yeah, it grossed forty four hundred sixty six point three million.
2: Oh wow, yeah, that's a lot.
0: <laughs> and that's enough for one brother to say, "Hey, look, we need to franchise this thing." So that's why they weren't hurried. Another thing I liked about the fact that they didn't waste any time doing a sequel because they knew it would be beneficial. Beneficial if they waited any longer. It wouldn't have made as much, they, nobody would have probably paid attention to it anymore. So they needed to get this movie out of there, out, out there fast.
2: What do you mean, the fourth one or the second one?
0: I'm talking about the original, um, oh, film. second one. Oh, okay. Yeah. The second one. Yeah. The yeah, second, second and third one, one. The second oh, one. Years.
1: Well, after watching the first one and me and my sister watching it, it really got us in the theaters to see the second one, too. And right. and the third one, which we, we painfully hung in now to the action sequence.
2: But yeah. 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 I mean the second second one, one there's a huge drop off between an action sequence to like that was a huge like I think that was a drop off was so longer in that one than there was the second one. Mm-hmm. Um but there's some cool sequences in the third one when, when we get into that. I mean, but I don't know, I think they both came out in the same time, like two thousand and three, I believe. So it was about a four year yep. difference between the first one and the second one. But I think they since they filmed the second one back to back with the third one, there was a huge ET special on the Matrix, like that, about the Matrix Reload, And I remember watching it with my dad, like all this stuff about like I was like once I found out, holy crap! There's a hundred, there's a ton of Mr. Smiths. Like I was blown away by that. Is the CGI, like like the CGI, good for it? No, at the time. <laughs> There's no other movie that had the had right. the, like the risk to do that, and I was mm-hmm. watching the behind the scene featurette of it, the behind how they filmed it. It actually makes you pre- kind of appreciate the scene more because there's no way they could have done that without what they did. Could the CGI be mm-hmm. better? Sure, but again, technology is way different than there. Like, it is way different now than there was in 2003. There's not much movies that took decided to take that risk. I mean, it was a really cool, like behind the scenes. You can find it on YouTube. I think it was under Warner Brothers Entertainment. Okay. Yeah, they just posted it not too long ago. Very cool behind the scenes about like, like the like how like how Neo was fighting, like they, how they filmed it, like how many days it took, and how they had to like, like take like like photos of Neo's uh, Keanu Reeves' face and Hugo Weaving's face, and then being able to put it onto those bodies and stuff, or about how whatever they did. It's a really cool it makes you i makes me appreciate the scene more is it great is it a great looking scene no, oh, no. however the
0: originality I behind have,
2: it i got to give it props for what they did in 2003 because nobody had the guts to do something like that like nobody's really like they always try to they were trying to one up each other it could have been better sure but again we don't have the technology that we do now that we did in 2003 so i got to give them props for being able to make best with the uh, the situation um but but yeah, it was all about a four year difference and I think that's fine, but the ET special was like that was cool. And then the behind the scenes I think like I think the highway chasing easily made up for the bad CGI and the, that because that sequence, OMG, how they filmed that, how they did that like
1: it's awesome.
2: It's awesome. That yeah. is one of the best sequences and I think that sequence and then the Neo taking on the uh, Merovingians goons. In the mm-hmm. shadow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those yeah, counteract the horrible plot in the Zion's orgy. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I can't I can't wait to get into the Matrix Reloaded next time.
2: I um, don't worry, I'll well, get into the uh and then the, the, the second movie was so popular that when the when the MTV Movie Awards were a thing, uh-huh. we had Justin uh-huh. Timberlake and Sean William Scott. Yeah, they made fun of that sequence
1: with uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, that
2: was great. And Andy Dick was one of the members, and he's like, yes. look, Sion, Look, it's Morpheus. We'll get into that, the second one. Morpheus,
0: uh, uh, look, uh, great <laughs> right Morpheus else? You know what else? Maybe laughed over that. See, <laughs> uh, get this. If you actually bought the DVD. That actually comes with it.
2: Yeah, but um, yeah.
1: but what's yeah, funny you know, is I don't this. Need to, too.
0: Yeah, you can still look it up on YouTube, but I'll remember this part. Because he I heard that Morpheus is going to have a big orgy later. Next thing you know, Morpheus comes up there. It is true what you heard. Morpheus. And,
2: uh-huh. we, and then the, uh, Will Ferrell is the architect. And then he's like, bitch. I get what? Sissy Boy here, back yeah, to his bitch.
1: What? What?
2: If I were you, you better zip your tongue. You better zip it. I, we don't... Yeah. Why'd you say that? Why'd you say he tackles Keanu? Like again, that sequence is so <laughs> funny. But I mean, it's just like it's just like I mean, that's how popular The Matrix was until like mm-hmm. around the time that the movie MCU movie awards when they're actually really good. you And you couldn't predict what you think was going to win. Yeah. Like Twilight winning every freaking time. No, this is actually good stuff. Back when it was good. Yes. Um,
1: but right. Anyway, it, yeah, yeah, but um, let it out, Charlie. Let it out. Yeah,
2: but yeah, highway <laughs> chase scene. <laughs> Fantastic. And again, that 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 we'll say that for the, the review, but omg, how they filmed that, like I gotta watch the behind the scenes on that. That was awesome. But back to this original one, but the uh the lobby shootout, seeing that for the first time.
1: But at least awesome. the evil. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: <What>? like Neo does <laughs> nonchalant, goes into the station, you got any keys, metallic items, he pulls out, you see all the guns. I'm like, or the sequence guns, lots of guns. I was like no way that's like that was like and then nia was like again nia is such a badass and i was bummed yeah. that when the second and third movie he doesn't use any guns he just fights and i kind of bring when back he guns you were so good with that like yeah
1: hey oh i um, thought that, yeah. i thought he said hey y'all or but that said hey all
0: Sorry, okay,
2: Louis. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that sequence. Um, <laughs> the lobby, sh- and then and then the them blown up, and and of course the like the, the sequence on top of the helicopter is cool because it's oh, yes. just recently I think they uh, like to promote the new Matrix movie and the promote the new tech engine that they're using um like that we're using that they're using uh in like in consoles now i think it's like it's called the matrix awakens which is a new tech demo in the matrix i haven't tried it yet it's only it's like i have to try it on the ps5 but they're promoting it and they're on top of the uh the set neo and trinity are there together and they're like and then and the trinity asks can you still do like they're like oh this is the iconic scene where neo does the dodging and thing and and trinity asks him can you still do that i guess no <laughs> he says can you still do that <laughs> nope but i can In the matrix awakens this tech demo and, and keanu's doing all his hand gestures and trinity's just looking at him like i mean that that helicopter sequence because then you get trinity with the one-liner dodge this
1: yeah so never yep. imagined
2: the word dodge this yeah being a thing and, and like does it have her and it, and it was like it was a really clever clever quip she, and then it was like, it was like, I, 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 I mean, it was a really good quip that she did. And, and then again, seeing neo dodge, that was.
1: Yes. Yeah. The wire it work. It off. I, I mean, I, I have to commend all of them, the wiring, the wire work that they did. And then the wire work that Keanu did for the epic scene where he's like falling backwards. I can't imagine. I think he did that multiple times. Yeah. is. Like, wow, I, I would have broke my back or something. I don't know. Or my the bet. water
2: work in the uh, subway. The scene when yeah. the two are running each other and they're in the air yeah. with the bullets dodging. Like, I mean, there's so much that and I think they did a lot of their own stunts and that's what yeah, I got. That's, did. And that's that's the thing that you love about Keanu. Keanu wants to make it as real as possible and that's why he usually does his own stunts. Unless, of course, getting hit by a car. Getting hit by a car, that's not Keanu. That's stunt, man. Because yeah. like he said that in the in his like pressers and stuff, and, he, and or like or like when he's on the circuit's like that's not Sean Wick, okay. Me, horse, yes.
1: me, me running, yes,
2: and then that's me, car, not Sean Wick. Because no. I'm hurt, that hurts the production. And so it's like stunt man. <laughs> like, yeah. so he does a lot of his own stuff, but stunt man. Like, like and like just, the way Keanu talks with his hand gestures, it's hysterical. I mean, but I mean that subway fight sequence where you finally, when he's finally beginning to believe. Like I just love the way when Morpheus delivers that line, he's beginning to believe.
1: He's beginning to believe. And then, when,
2: and then he's, like, and the like, the, the fight choreography in this is top yeah. notch. Even yeah. in the in the end the the sequels, the fight choreography when, of course, when they're not going Superman at each other, when they're actually having the kung fu sequence in the small little thing. Like that sequence was awesome. Like they're like that's the final battle with him and Mr. Smith and the third one. That's a good scene when they're not supermaning each other. Like yeah. enough Superman, <laughs> but when they're Kung Fu fighting each other,
1: jumping great. What? Ah, please. Yeah, go ahead, John. Sorry.
0: No, no, no. Go on, at it, Tamika. Let's no, go no, on go. Go, on go, 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 but John. No, I do have to agree with you, Charlie. Though, with that subway scene was just awesome, and them just going at each other, and then, like you mentioned, also too, Tamika. Whenever he goes, you're the. He's starting to believe he's the one, and and, you know, I like that part. Then that's also the other thing too with the kung fu fighting with uh, Morpheus and him. The simulation was actually good too. And it's like, oh my god! I can't believe how fast he's moving. I haven't seen and
2: reflexes. look at his <laughs> like reflexes; <now>. they're <laughs> off the charge. They're just massive. What, what, what if he makes the jump? He's not going to make the jump. Nobody no. makes he's it the first time. He does. He does. Or, like this is this is where Aquafina from Sunsheet can come in there, or, or he makes the jump <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> just like yeah. just to throw that in there, but I mean that's where really he kind of does the iconic whoa, and then um. But I just right. liked how real it is. If you die in the matrix, you die for real. And then like and that's very I mean it's intense, but I mean I like, hated the sequence where Cypher pulling the plug on that. And I was like, You feel bad for switching
0: APOC. No, you kinda of want to know more about them. Yeah. <laughs> right. So another thing that I thought was actually funny was it goes, I knew Kung Fu. Well, show me. <laughs> so, <laughs> just quit trying to hit me and hit me. But to
2: hit, and hit me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, But I thought this this whole movie is just fantastic. I love The Matrix for what it is. Um, Rewatching it again for the first time in God knows how long was just, it brings back nostalgia for me as a young teenager watching this film and just geeking out over it and actually getting the concepts of it now. Because it sticks with you more than it did now as an adult versus Mm -hmm. a kid. Because as a kid, we're like we're there for the action sequences. We're there for uh, Keanu, which you're still there for, Charlie. But yeah. you know, but I'm there for both. I like yeah. both now because now it just sticks with you and also makes you think. And if a movie makes you think and use your imagination, it's done its job. Yeah. So this movie, I walked out really entertained. So. Yeah. What and about your your the own other thing thoughts? I
2: appreciate from this movie is because of this movie, it's because of the popularity, of this, and then we got John Wick. And we got Morpheus and Neo back together. And then yeah. the think when, the, when they were at the premiere for John Wick 2, Trinity was there with the two of them and they took a photo together. It was like, okay, what you need to do, have Trinity be the head of the high table or the, like the, uh, like the, the order or whatever, have her be the ultimate villain and have Neo and, and Morpheus and Neo have to team up to take out Trinity. Like, because I think they're currently working on John Wick 4 right now, yes. um, and it's supposed to come out next May, and I'm, I'm pumped sure. because because of this pandemic, we would have gone the epic Kiannaissance weekend, and I was going to be so pumped. John Wick 4, Ch- Matrix 4, same weekend, winner is the fans. It, it, the only choice is what to see first. I probably would have gone Wick 4 first or whatever, but well, no, probably Matrix 4 first because, again, I, I that's before I even saw the trailers for this new one, and I'm 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 hyped for this new one. Like it, it looks so good, but uh, I would have seen that and seen John Wick four then. But if it's now it's reversed, I have to see Matrix. It's okay, I see Matrix first anyway. But um, the fact that we got that, we just need all right. Warner Brothers, talk to us. Get Trinity, Carrie Anne Moss to be the head. The head the, the, the Bane, the villain that order that main t- of the high table or whatever. That, like I've gotten. It's been a while since it's John Wick. Don't come at me. Um, I, I, I'll be watching those. <laughs> before that new one. But it's been a while since I've seen them because they're great action movies. If you haven't seen them, watch them after yeah. you, of course, see The Matrix. But but yeah, like, have her that and have Morpheus and Trinity, like, Morpheus and Neo team up to take out Trinity. Like, come on. This would be perfect, but to see the t- three of them together in 2015 was when they, not 2015, 2017, when this premiere, when John Wick 2 premiered, to have the three of them together with the photo, the, t- the triangle is complete again. Like... <laughs> It was so good to see that.
1: I, I I just wanted to say, like the the ending of you know the first Matrix, um, toward the end where he's running and he's trying to get to the door to the phone parkour, and, <laughs> park- <laughs> and he's trying to get to the door to the phone. He's meet, he's met with Agent Smith, and then he shoots him. It's devastating when you That's don't seven, know what's seven going times. on. Yeah, and you're like, oh, he's gonna make it, and then he gets shot. You're like, oh my god, he's not gonna make it, what is going on? And then he dies, you know, and then you're like, oh my gosh, what kind of ending is this? You killed Keanu, but, yeah, but you know, he resurrects because he believes in himself, you know, and no, then
2: he, he kissed him. All it took oh, was like, yes, his, Freddy, yes,
1: yes because pretty says Freddy the Oracle
2: yes. told me I would fall in love with the one.
1: Yes, and it was very Sleeping Beauty type. Yeah, and I I think they mentioned that too. You see, like elements of Alice in Wonderland, and then you see Sleeping Beauty, but reversed, Mm because it's the woman that awakens him with her true love's kiss, and you know he awakens and love awakens him and makes him believe in himself, and he stops the bullets. Which that um, CGI that scene was really awesome. I just said Mm -hmm. no and then no. the bullets kind of just stop, you know. So, I don't know. I, I don't
2: like it. I mean, it. I mean awesome. that was a great sequence where he becomes the one. He's just like, he's like, he could close his eyes, and he's just doing it all with one arm, beating Agent Smith with one arm. Yes. And he's just, I, like, looking at his watch. Like, I thought that sequence was so funny how he did that. And then, again, Agent Smith was the true baddie here. The other two defenses, they're the Asians, they're not as tough looking. One's just a big brute, but he's not that tough the main guy though like they just follow in agent smith's orders like they and then the two of them run like wussies yes. but once neo just dist- like once neo went inside um agent smith like and then just, they burst it out like and he just looks at him like he's about there next and he goes nope i'm out sorry bro
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and then it, it's like the matrix uh, expands as he expands. Like he just breathes in and then he breathes out and then and then everything's like, calm. Everything's calm and it expands because he becomes one with the environment. Is yeah you see a lot of um eastern philosophies in this like meditation and yeah being one with the spoon, you know, is yeah. I don't know. It's like Buddhist elements
0: into it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Definitely. And then there's also the ending scene where Keanu is on the phone and goes, I know you're listening. <laughs> I know, I know what you're thinking. I know yeah. where you are. Oh, yeah. I, and this turns into like a Liam Neeson thing. I will kill you and I will I find you. Yeah. Kind of situation. but That's just total Badass.
2: Yeah. I mean, I like, I just love that line. And then, yeah. and then like, you didn't pick up on it at first. And now that you've seen the other two movies, he starts flying. I'm like, ah, okay.
1: Yeah, and then he flies. You're like, wait, he can fly, and then he of course, the Rage, Rage Against the Machine right. comes on. Yeah. You're like, oh, this movie's so <laughs> awesome.
2: soundtrack uh, picks up better in the second movies, like the second yeah, and third right. movies that they get like got a much and more intense soundtracks.
1: I think Rage Against the Machine returned in the second one too. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: But anyways, um, that's going to be it as far as our Matrix review. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about or anything like that for final thoughts? Or
2: No. If you forget anything, we'll fill them in in the next movie.
0: Okay. <laughs> but It's just
1: what I oh, would yeah. say is just read, it, just read up on um, just how technology impacts us. You know, just there's plenty of books out there like that, and philosophers. So it'll be good to just read up on that. And if you want to get that nerdy, you can read up on that, and then get your mind all messed up and expanded for Matrix Four. Okay.
2: <laughs> but yeah, this is a great movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's a great movie.
1: I love it. Yeah, I I want to see it this week. I need to do a whole Matrix um marathon. Get myself pumped like game day for Matrix Four.
2: I mean, but, I, I won't be seeing it right away. I'll be I'm not going to see it on HBO Max first. I'm I'm going to the theater to see this. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. I have am going to, to the
1: theaters. Eight, I, and,
2: and then then watch it on HBO Max. And I forward.
1: will hope COVID doesn't touch me.
0: Have your hazmat suit on, like hey, you said before. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Do that. gonna, like, that's okay to make
2: everybody will be rushing in the Spider-Man for like they're rushing in the Spider-Man. They're trying to get their getting that out of the way. And then and then yeah. there'll be plenty of space for the main I
1: do the Neo being COVID.
0: <laughs> no. but anyways, guys, that's gonna be it. <laughs> I do this to you all the time. I mean, no. the, icon- the iconic
2: "like come at me, bro." That, like, at that me, iconic is so great. Like, it's so I iconic. It. No, like it's so <laughs> <Whoa>. good. <laughs> oh God!
0: <laughs> but anyways, to make up, where can everybody follow you at and everything if they choose to do so?
1: Cool. Yeah, you can follow us on Facebook, Two Blurred Girls. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at 2 Girls underscore podcast. And we're on Twitter at Blurr2Girls. We're also on Twitter. Um, Did I say Twitter? Twitch, Twitter. We're everywhere. Um, Also, Audio Podcast is on Amazon Music. We're on Audible. We're on iHeartRadio. We're also on Anchor, Apple and everywhere podcasts are streaming under two blur girls podcast
0: all right and you guys Jordan. can go yeah go ahead and follow two blur girls podcast you guys are actually going to be doing a little christmas episode coming up yeah friday.
1: yeah yeah um last friday i did a home alone one and two Hello. review so check that out ah you know <laughs> Um and then <laughs> sorry that was so weird. Um and then this Friday we're gonna do a, a Christmas story. Uh, I think it came out in 1989, I believe. Charlie, don't um, I believe? Charlie is my research man. Beautiful. But um yeah, we're gonna review a Christmas story. Eighty-three. Dang, eighty-three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Off
2: the iconic uh the lamp as a Hallmark, like at the Hallmark I, store. Oh, a, actually,
1: I actually have that ornament on my Christmas tree now. The sexy leg, <laughs> the fishnet stockings. Yeah, we're going to talk about all that Friday, 9.15.
0: All right, so guys, if you guys want to go on and follow us on Facebook, underneath "Movie Lovers and TV Lovers Unite," underneath the same brand name on Pinterest and on Instagram as well. Tomorrow night, eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern Time. Charlie and I will be back again. I'm hoping Tamika will come back. We'll find out uh, later on, but we're gonna be doing our Matrix Reloaded uh, tomorrow night, and then Thursday we're doing Matrix Revolutions coming coming up. So yeah, I'll be we- here for both of them. Yes. Come on, we need you. So come on and join us for both of those days on Wednesday and Thursday, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock Eastern time, as we dive into more of the matrix. And then of course, guys, there's not going to be any show. There's not going to be a Friday show for Hawkeye or anything like that, but we will be back again on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock time, 9 o'clock Eastern time, because we're going to be doing the uh, season five and season six review. And that'll be the end of the Hawkeye after show, so that's going to be wrapping that up. But all, we, and this is also another thing that you guys can go ahead and do: go on ahead and give us a give us a review over on Apple Pod, uh, Apple Podcasts and everything. If you choose to do so, As a matter of fact, we're actually have we're actually global and everything with all our stuff. And everything too, so you know you guys can go in and find audio only podcasts of where you guys get your podcasts from. Then, of course, if you want to rate us on Good Pods, that's also where Two Blur Girls is at as well. And go ahead rate them, tell them what you think. Of. Tell, tell them what you think of their Home Alone episode or their Christmas Story episode. That's about the year and everything too. And also to go ahead rate individual episodes of our show and everything too. This also helps us to be able to connect with you. And now Good Pods has a way of us actually connecting with you. What they do, what they added now was you can actually comment and we'll reply back to your comment. So that's actually something that I thought that was actually neat. A- Apple Podcast doesn't have that feature. We do, we're able to communicate back and forth. So go ahead, do that. Another thing too is if you guys want to go ahead and follow me underneath movie lovers unit zero on TikTok. Then of course underneath movie lovers unit at um, on Twitter. And then, of course, if you're a sponsor I would like to be on the show, just go on ahead and reach out to me at movielovingtonight at gmail.com. And that's everywhere that you guys can go on ahead and follow me at. Thanks again, Tamika. I always love having you on. For, Thank you. Man. You're very welcome. It's been a while. I can't wait to have you on these other two episodes. It's going to be so much fun. So, yes. always until next time, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. And Bye-bye. <laughs>